the Indy yeah. 500 used to be a big deal. But, like, IndyCar racing kind of died. They had a, a split up with cart, and, and, and then I watched Formula One kind of rise a little bit. Everybody talks about that now a little bit more. But for some reason, NASCAR's going the Indy route rather than the Formula One route. And we just see there's just so many uh, places to try to take this. Thing. I think you're right. I think they tried to grow too much too fast and took places to, to L.A. And, and places like that. Cause you said the Coliseum, right? You just, yeah. yeah, what are we guess doing? Trying to, good. Yeah, guess what they're trying to do this year? I mean, you know, they got you know they got a Chicago track, right? Chicago, Chicagoland Speedway, right? Yeah, but it's not in Chicago. It's well, on. The, it's a street it's race. A street course. Yeah. Why you want to do a street course? You're not known for street racing. NASCAR stop cars not going around the track on on the over at Chicago Speedway. Why you want to do? See, that's the problem. They're trying to be like any car trying to do the road courses and all that stuff. So, are you telling me then that you're thinking that not only the geographically did they the diversity hurt them, but also in going that many rovals, road courses, and now street racing that they've gotten away from what their their, uh, their bread and butter. Yeah, I don't disagree. And 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 I got a thought on that, Delvin. I appreciate the phone call, man. It's a very yeah, interesting. I, I didn't know that, but I appreciate you saying that. Chicago race is a street race. So here here's the here's a philosophy and a thought. In the old days of NASCAR, when you're running two races at Darlington and two at North Wilkesboro and two at Rockingham. Whenever they would go to Watkins Glen or go to Sonoma, my thing was I, I don't care about turn 11 and turn 9. And so I, I wouldn't even watch those races because I wanted to watch Richmond. I wanted to watch Martinsville, Bristol, Daytona, Talladega, Atlanta. Because I want turns 1, 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> Turns 9 and 11 shouldn't be in NASCAR, in my opinion. Now, he's right. I got the Circuit of Americas. I have Bristol on dirt. I have um, Charlotte with a Roval. Oh, by the way, North Wilkesboro back for an all-star race. Yeah, I got an all-star race in there. I have Sonoma. I have a Chicago street race. I've got Watkins Glen. I've got an Indianapolis road course. I have uh, Charlotte Roval again. What what are we doing? Can I just turn left and go fast? Maybe, maybe it is more than just geography. We'll see. Got some text to get to. Let me get Hal's been hanging on forever as well. Hey, Hal, good morning. Uh, pretty good, Mickey. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I get to wonder how Deion Sanders found out about uh, Tim McCarver's uh, comments about him on TV. And that's that's yeah. probably... That's probably that's probably why Dion did what he did what he done, you know. And uh, also, uh, the only football there is to look forward to between now and the Scott Combines would have to be the uh, uh, the HBCU Legacy Bowl game to all bright colleges, you know. And uh, and um, the my, my thing with the USFL these days, somewhat of a different story than what it was a few decades ago because. I mean, they just had a football strike in the NFL uh, at the time, and USFL was trying to comp- compete against uh, the NFL, trying, trying to lo- trying to lower away players, you know. And uh, yeah. uh, in those other colleges, you see the those are leagues you see today. That they, I mean, those are full of ones that, that don't quite make it to the NFL, and um, and that the only real football is look forward to is uh, the combines uh, and pro days and in, in, in the spring game, you know. Uh, I don't know about this free agency thing, you know, uh, because of uh, free agency is this thing's 
this thing's gotten out of whack, you know. Yeah, I think I think my here's my deal, uh, Hal, and and uh, you bring us some good points. By the way, I remember the oh, real cool Dion well, when he criticized Dion Sanders for that. But but I'll tell you my my thought about spring football. I appreciate the phone call. Hope you have a great day. Look, uh, I think there's enough going on at Clemson with Garrett Riley. I think there's enough going on at South Carolina with Dole, Dole uh, Logans and at Georgia with Mike Bobo that there's some storylines that spring football is the the football story here. And locally and regionally, I guess you could say. So I'm excited about that part. NFL Combine's always pretty cool. NFL Draft is cool. Um, free agency, eh. You know, it's obviously important, but, but you know, I, to me that's the fourth or fifth biggest football story. And then you get down to XFL and USFL, I won't watch any of that mess. I thought that I'd watch like Furman and Wofford and spring football when they did it in the COVID year, but I wasn't interested in that either. But but there's enough with Georgia, Clemson, and South Carolina and spring ball, enough storylines there in spring games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll still watch that. Uh, all right, let me get to, uh, on our Adams and co-roofing text line. I've got a bunch of text to get to. What happened to NASCAR? Texture says, this is from 706 Area Code. NASCAR used to be ruthless. Rivals wrecking each other on the track and cameras showing them attack each other after the race. Now it's too soft. That's interesting. Texture 8940 says, um, Bobby Labonte in the Interstate Batteries 18. Love that car. Mickey, you should play some meatloaf in regional. Yeah, we'll do some meatloaf uh, next week. Uh, why take away Rockingham and old North Wilkesboro? Yeah, to me, that's a mistake they made. Went to Chicago and Kansas City and L.A. instead of North Wilkesboro. I think they got away from the roots there. Mike, in the old days, you take your RV. Here's just a a thought. This is me thinking here out loud. You take your old RV and you go in the infield and you show up and then you see license tags from from those places, Kansas and and Illinois and and New York and and, and Darlington. You see those people come down. And then they go the next week, the next week. Did did inflation hurt NASCAR? I mean, now, man, I got to gas up the RV, and it's going to be a major credit card bill. Hey, that's a good point. Those Winnebago's drink it, don't they? Yes. Used to be you sit in the infield, you Steve Spurrier drink his Coors Banquet beer up there without a shirt on, and you'd fly your Earnhardt flag, and you, you, you'd go up there and watch the race. I, I don't know if people still do that like they – I don't know. Has it become too corporate? I get, I get a several texts on that. It became too corporate. Not enough wrestling and good old boys. I tell you right now, it was a loyal market. I'm not sure it's loyal anymore. I know people who are automotive uh, geniuses that can repair anything that are just car people that don't watch NASCAR anymore. You couldn't, you couldn't run them off with a stick 10 years ago, and now they don't even watch. Texas said Harrison is Jeff Burton's kid. Chandler Smith is a kid from Jasper, Georgia, comes from super late models. And, and, and now this is from 3603. says, and in my opinion, when Winston was told to get out the, the pressure from the government, racing lost his heartbeat. So it was just the Winston Cup? Like, I don't, I, I don't know. To, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not even sure what the champion wins anymore. They don't win the Winston Cup, obviously. But when... Earnhardt was going for seven and seven, and him and trying to tie uh, Richard Petty, seven Winston Cup championships. Maybe. Uh, Texas said, we put picnic tables in the back of the pickup and go to the infield at Rockingham, redneck RV. 
You don't go to any more? No more Rockingham. Texture said that, let me go all the way back here. NASCAR hyped the clash more than Daytona. I told you that. Uh, NASCAR's regional. I don't doubt that. I think that's a good point. Said NASCAR could have renovated North Wilkesboro for the money and, and spent on that circus at the Coliseum. Shaking my head. Go Larson, number five. Texture says, make sure on this one here. NASCAR forgot its roots. Rockingham, Richmond, North Wilkesboro. Yeah, I, I, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes they made. NASCAR being was a regional sport. Even though there are people who followed it from those parts of the country, but they would come to this part of the country to watch NASCAR. Let me do this quickly. Let me look at the 1988 NASCAR series and just see how it has changed. Um, in 1988, they ran at Daytona. Richmond, uh, Rockingham, Atlanta, Darlington, Bristol, North Wilkesboro, Martinsville, all that's every one of those is in the South. Talladega, Charlotte, Dover, now you're getting up there as one. Don't even know what Riverside, know where that is. Pocono, that's up there. Michigan. But that's Michigan they ran there because that's where the car manufacturers were. Daytona, Pocono again, Talladega. Watkins Glen, I wouldn't watch that one. Michigan again. Bristol, Darlington, Richmond, Dover again. Uh, Martinsville, Charlotte, North Wilkesboro, Rockingham, Phoenix, and Atlanta. Interesting. Uh, Jimmy is on I-85. Jimmy, thanks for hanging on. How you doing? Good morning. How you doing, Mickey? I am fantastic. How about you? Hey, good. I uh, had... Multiple reasons, I think, and I'm, I followed it for a long time. I think one thing is some of the people they brought in to help uh, try to bring fan, new fans in has kind of backfired on them. I think uh, trying to get the female fans to watch kind of backfired. I think ticket prices hadn't really changed for the for the paying adult fans, but you still have a lot of empty seats in the stands. And also, some of the old-time guys that watched it all the time and went to all the races stopped watching it a few years ago. Some of the, some of the political things, like you said, about uh, that they got tired of the the politics, taking the rebel flag down at the races, and stuff like that kind of backfired on them, I believe. It's kind of hurt their attendance. Yeah, I would say uh, on that, I understand the rebel flag stuff, but they, the way NASCAR worked and the way they did it, maybe, you know, some diplomacy that needs to go through that, but I'm getting a bunch of texts about the woke nature of NASCAR. And I think that, that the NFL kind of found that out. Remember the NFL went, I thought went really hard on it and, but they softened it a little bit. I think NFL ratings survived a lot of that. Um, but there's, there's, I think, I think I'm right by saying this, Jimmy, there's about 15 reasons, but about one or two main ones, I guess. Is that, is that fair? Oh, yes, sir. I also had one other thought, and I'll, I'll get yeah. off. Okay. I think if they would just make Dale Earnhardt Jr. the the president just as a figurehead, nothing yeah. else. Not even, I want to get paid. You would be. I think we'd be amazed how many fans would come back just because he's, quote, unquote, the president. I like that. Other than that. Like, I Jimmy, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you seen any Daytona 500 hype, any 
tweets, any highlights, anybody talking about it, any articles about it? Is anybody, any of your friends, anybody talked about the Daytona 500? I've seen the advertisements during the Super Bowl deal. They talked, Fox talked about it as uh, coming up next week or uh, advertising. Other than that, I hadn't seen anything else besides that. No, sir. Isn't that crazy? It yes, was a, sir. I, yes, it is. It was a whole month. Remember that? They, it was, it was they, Daytona. They're testing for a month, and you had Speed Week and, and the IROC races and the, the Daytona, the 24 hours of Daytona. And, man, you knew every one of those guys. And, like, here we are. We're two days beforehand. Yes, hadn't seen it yet. Still hadn't seen it. Crazy. I went, I, I went um, myself one week, Speed Week, spent $8. You go in there and watch them practice all day long, sit in the stands, wherever you want to sit, by yourself. There was nobody there years ago, like 30, 25, 30 years ago. And you can sit there for all day long for eight bucks to get just walk in and watch them. Speed. It was it was amazing then. Speed week, yeah, speed week. And now instead, now I got Mike over here with Love Week instead. Hey, Jimmy, I appreciate. It. Be careful on the road today. Thanks a lot, buddy. Thanks a lot for your input. Thanks. Yeah. Now I got Love Week instead. Hey, uh, let's go. Katichi, C A T E E C H E E dot com. Uh, Andrew at Katichi dot com. I sent Andrew some video last night on my golf swing. He helped me before. He'll help me again. Love that. Um, the demo day tomorrow, beautiful weather, TaylorMade demo day, noon to 5. And maybe they've got a slide open to Shannon at Katichi.com. Email him. Next Saturday, 11 to 4, Callaway, the Paradigm demo day. Got to get uh, advanced. Got to have a, uh, an appointment for that. It's easy to remember. Shannon at Katichi.com. Get in touch with them. Good folks. Play some golf. Got, Mike, next Thursday, 80 degrees. Play some golf. Get out there and get it done. We'll take a break. We'll come back. What did Josh Williams think of Tiger Woods yesterday? What's he think of some college basketball stuff and Super Bowl thoughts with J-Dub right after this? It's bow time. With the two-for-five mix and match at Bojangles, you choose between sausage and egg, country ham, and southern gravy biscuits. But how do you choose two when they're all scratch made? You'll just have to taste two for five bucks and see. It's bow time. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. This President's Day, the Pendleton Tire Company and BF Goodrich want you to know the right tires will take you places a map never could. Save up to $110 when you purchase four passenger or light truck tires totaling $800 or more. Or get $50 when you spend less than $850. Offer valid February 15th through February 22nd, 2023. See Joey or Zach at the Pendleton Tire Company for complete details. Void where prohibited. For over 70 years, Ralph Hayes Toyota has been treating customers so well, you'd think they were part of the family. Members of our Family Promise program who buy a new Toyota will enjoy perks like lifetime nitro on tires, gas fill-up, lifestyle test drives, and three years no-cost maintenance. It's part of our pledge to give our customers the best new car buying experience. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. Drake Auto Sales, where you can find a quality used vehicle that will keep you on the road. Home of the free, free six months or 6,000 miles powertrain warranty, free unlimited car washes for three months, free XM radio for three months on equipped vehicles with every vehicle. 
free, free, free. With their guaranteed credit approval, you could be driving a nicer, newer car today. Give them a call at 864-804-6778 or visit drakeautosales.com. 118 Rainbow Lake Road in Boiling Springs. Guys, listen up. Have you been struggling with ED? If so, we have some great news. There is finally a treatment for ED that requires no pills, no injections, and no surgery. This is the latest medical breakthrough for the treatment of erectile dysfunction. Greenville Men's Clinic is proud to offer the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, which has been proven to increase blood flow, reverse ED, and increase size. Stop wasting your time with pills that produce side effects and have little to no results. Medical institutions at Cambridge University and Cleveland Clinic have shown this technology to be safe with no side effects. So if you're looking for a proven solution, call Greenville Mint Clinic today. They have performed over 12,000 treatments with outstanding results and can help you too. Call Greenville Mint Clinic, 864-301-1111. That's 301-1111 or greenvillemintclinic.com. That's greenvillemintclinic.com. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Everyone here knows Diamonds Direct is the place to go for the best diamonds at the best prices. But did you know that savvy buyers from all over America, even Los Angeles and New York, now come here to buy their diamonds? These high-end shoppers have discovered that Diamonds Direct has one of America's best selections of large, rare diamonds, from 3 carats to 20 carats, all certified by the GIA, the most reputable and most trusted gem lab in the world. Because of Diamonds Direct's international connections and tremendous buying power. We're one of only a handful of jewelry stores in America that is able to offer a large selection of rare and precious GIA diamonds. In fact, Diamonds Direct's multi-million dollar selection includes a stunning array of high-end Riviera necklaces, 20-carat tennis bracelets, and an extraordinary collection of rare, precious gemstones, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, and even the really hard-to-find fancy yellow diamonds. Come see why Diamonds Direct right here is the destination for high-end shoppers all over America. Extraordinary selection, quality, and unmatched value. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The Varsity, where in Atlanta you can get a hot dog, but in South Carolina... You get Sports Talk, The Roar, where every day is game day. Mr. Bombastic. We all do some bombastic. Engineer Sleep. EngineerSleep.com. Let them take care of you when it comes to your mattress. First, mattresses can be expensive. They don't have to be. Engineer Sleep's going to get you a much better price. On top of that, Engineer Sleep has the best. This, this duo mattress is their best seller it is phenomenal this is years of experience in coming up with this product people are raving about it so at engineer sleep right now visit their showroom the es duo 2 it's a hybrid mattress it's the most popular seller they have right now if it's in stock you take it home today you can schedule delivery they'll remove your old mattress here locally 
For 90 years now, Engineer Sleep's family's been in this business, and, and the orders have been doing this stuff. Call today for more information, 864-244-0898, engineersleep.com. Now, here's the good news for you, too. You mentioned the code WCCP. You get $600, up to $600 off and two free pillows for a better night. Sleep, rest assured, it's engineersleep, engineersleep.com. Go by Congaree Road in their showroom and test all of that out. To our guest lines on a Friday, Josh Williams joins us. Good morning. J-Dub, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I am fantastic. Uh, you and I were talking during the Super Bowl, or actually uh, uh, texting during the Super Bowl, and there were some interesting thoughts coming out of a, a pretty exciting Super Bowl and a pretty exciting uh, finish to the Super Bowl. Uh, anything um, anything really on your mind uh, as far as keys or, or lasting memories of what we saw last Sunday? Yeah, I think kind of my my two main takeaways there were actually kind of coming into the game as uh, the closer it got, the more you kind of dug into it. That I wasn't really sure that either defense was going to be able to uh, uh, to stop the either offense really. And but the one thing that that uh, well, the first thing uh, I guess that was one of the biggest surprises was surprise to me was. Uh, how Kansas City was kind of able to was able to neutralize the run game from the from the Eagles running backs. Um, they really none of the three. Uh, Gainwell was probably the one that was the most effective, but but not. I mean, nothing crazy. Uh, Miles Sanders was a non-factor. That they really controlled uh, the, the three Eagles running backs, and the Eagles had, in turn had to really kind of supplement that uh, with Jalen Hurts, and he was. He was the biggest weapon with his legs to make up for those three Eagles backs, uh, not really being able to do much at all. Um, and I, look, I have made I made Faxon feel better. Try to make him feel better. He's a big Eagles fan. I thought that the turf you saw slipping. I think they said on it's like thirty eight of the thirty eight different passes that at least one pass rusher slipped for the Eagles in brushing the pass rusher. I thought both quarterbacks going into the game that mobility would be a big factor. The Eagles had the, led the league in sacks, uh, and I thought pass rush would have been a big key, but both guys had clean pockets. Um, the, we saw four, three- and four-yard quarterback sneaks, and we saw the Chiefs actually having a running game, which was shocking, because, and, 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 and some coverage issues because I thought the field conditions were absolutely awful. I thought that was a huge factor. Am I making too much of the field conditions? Yeah, and that kind of brings me to, into my next point is that, uh, you know, during the regular season, you know, basically the Eagles converted a little over 32% of their QB pressures into sacks, which I would say that was by far the highest in the league and third highest uh, since 2016. Uh, you know, they had, so they ended up with 10 pressures on Sunday, which, you know, if you equate out those regular season numbers, they should have ended up with at least three sacks. But obviously that that didn't happen. They ended up with zero. But if you look at Mahomes, though, he he's the best in the league at avoiding sacks. He's only, you know, the numbers say uh, a little less than twelve percent of his regular season QB pressures turn into sacks, which is about half of what the league average is, and it's over three percent better than the second best. So obviously, since he's taken over as a starter in twenty eighteen, I think it was, you know, he's the only quarterback to be sacked less than 15% of his pressures. And some of that was they, they did, they got the ball out of his hand quicker. You know, he was about 2.9 seconds to throw in the first half, and he was under two and a half seconds in the second half. 
but the biggest uh, the biggest takeaway for me for the Chiefs on offense was their productivity on early downs. They ran 52 total offensive plays in the game. 44 of them were either first or second down plays. And if you look at those early down plays, you know, if you look, it was a 26 to 18 split pass to run. But those early down pass plays, they gained a first down, an additional first down of 46% of them. So almost half of them of those early down pass plays, first or second down, they picked up a first down. So, you know, those, those few times that they did get into kind of a third and long and third and pass situation, you know, the Eagles put those five pass rushers out there and, and there's pressure coming from everywhere and they really did get to them. But they really succeeded by not even putting themselves in that situation. And obviously the second half was just kind of a just a master class there offensively. And they gained two hundred and twenty one out of a total out of a possible two hundred and thirty yards in the second half. And obviously the only yards that they didn't gain there were the kneel downs at the end before they could uh, kick the field goal at the end. What, what what's interesting, you had you had four punts the entire game. You had one punt in the second half. One, and the punt return off of that one punt might have been the single biggest play of the game. The scoop and score is big, the punt return is big, and then the penalty there was big. Did you think it was holding right call uh, on the defensive holding? There's so, there's so much of that in, in the NFL that you see all year. A lot of illegal contact and defensive holding is called so much all year. So, like, by the way that it you know, it's usually called during the regular season. Yeah, probably so, but there were some, quite a few in the early part of the game that weren't called that were probably worse than that one. So, I don't know. You'd like to see it called consistently, at least throughout the game. Um, it just kind of sucks that it kind of, the one they did call is there right at the end. So, yeah. All right, I want to switch gears with you. Tiger Woods yesterday, 177 ball speed. Uh, driving it by consistently by Thomas on, on almost every hole with Thomas, and I'd say more than half the holes he outdrove Roy McIlroy, maybe the greatest driver of the golf ball in the game today at 47 on one leg. Then birding the last three holes to shoot 69. I was texting last night about it. Um, am I making too much? I mean, today's a different day. Today's cold. It's a short turnaround. I wouldn't be surprised for him to shoot 76 today. With that said. Um, were you surprised? Were you impressed? What, what's your thoughts about what you saw yesterday on, uh, at Riviera? I mean, surprised, yeah. I mean, if you think kind of your kind of lasting impression from, from last year was that if he, you know, he, he didn't quite really trust the weight transfer there in his swing on, onto that leg. He kind of had a tendency to kind of hold back on, onto his right side, kind of led to a lot of his uh, – kind of high right balls and, and just some some misses that were kind of uncharacteristic last year, but um, that wasn't really the, the case uh, yesterday. Um, you know, I think, uh, obviously, you said the speed was definitely there, and it was even there. You know, he hit 180 a couple times, but it was even there. Obviously, those last couple holes at the end of the round where you kind of figure you might be tiring a little bit, you know, it was still in the upper 170s. Um, you know, so, and obviously there's, he's still going to be a little bit of hitching his giddy up with his walk, but I don't think it was as pronounced, you know, as last year was certainly at times. So that's one thing that you got to kind of watch. Obviously that'll be the biggest key going forward is that, you know, even you think back to the masters last year, the first, the, the first round was the best one and they kind of got incrementally worse after that with just kind of the, the physical toll over the four days. So, uh, that'll be the kind of biggest key kind of going forward is 
you know, how can you kind of put it together consecutive days and, and, and if that's a possibility or not. But uh, obviously there was a, a lot of positives to kind of take away from it. And I think if you even ask him, he might be even more disappointed with some of his iron shots, especially early on that uh, kind of left him in some bad spots to scramble. But, um, you know, iron game is something obviously that, that's usually always there that, you know, he would get cleaned up. I didn't think he chipped it very well, and I'm not sure he putted it well to the last three or four holes. Um, but I was just encouraged. It looked like I'm after not playing for over 200 days, and to have that kind of speed in his golf swing, uh, it looked good. It looked awfully good to me, and, and had some juices flowing. But but uh, over under today, you sent me an over under yesterday of of 70. What was your over under? You sent me 73 and a half. 73 and a half. Yeah. And I took over, and obviously he shot 69. Uh, over under today, would you put it at 74 and a half, 75 and a half? No, I think you'd still probably, par 71, I think you'd probably still put it around that two over number. Yeah, that, that, it's colder, obviously, but the big news besides the cold is going to be the short turnaround. Um, and, right. You know, icing it, getting it all ready and getting it, you know, on that ankle. But it looked good. I thought the gate looked pretty good, but more than that, it's just the. Again, I'm more impressed with the speed than anything else uh, through some of those things. Um, all right, college basketball. Should Clemson fans be concerned? Louisville played much better against Virginia in the Yum Center in the midweek game. Still got beat by three. Um, is, is that a little concern maybe going up to Louisville, or is this that bad and the Tigers should take care of business there? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely one that uh, you just kind of want to take care of business and, and get out of town, get your win. Um you know, one of them, I mean, they're they're three and twenty-three for a reason, but they are playing better at times, particularly at home. Um, obviously, they did did play Virginia pretty well the other night. Um, you know, the projections on this one are you know around a Clemson minus eleven or so, maybe for close to an opening number there. But yeah, get in, get out, get your win, and and get back home. And you got a big game against Syracuse next week. It really, you just kind of. You got to kind of avoid the potholes and and not uh, you don't have a you don't have a lot of chances to get marquee wins down the stretch, but just as important, you just kind of got to avoid the pitfalls and, and not have a uh, another bad loss to a team that's you know not having a good year. Obviously, like Louisville and, and Notre Dame, obviously late in the year too, wrapping up the regular season. Uh, unbelievably impressive shooting performance um, against Florida State. A, a historic win, a 40-point win. Um, with that said, it just seems like to me, Josh, that, that this team is Chase Hunter. He's the straw that serves a drink. Wherever he goes, this team goes. Is that is that fair to say? They had some, a lot of contributions from a lot of different guys the other night, but still moving forward, it just feels like that Chase Hunter is the single biggest key. Yeah, and I, I you know, and as good as a year as he's had, um, I want to see a little more aggression at times uh, out of Hunter Tyson. Uh, I think he, he obviously he's become such a good shooter. He's the, he's the best three point option. But I think almost because of that success, he's he's kind of limited himself a little bit offensively and settling for a lot of jump shots and and not necessarily being aggressive inside the arc and uh, obviously crashing the boards at times too. But I don't know. I think he could be a little bit better, you know, inside the arc and at the rim instead of, you know, making himself a little bit tougher to guard at times instead of kind of, I don't know, just a lot of times, particularly in that kind of losing streak, you just kind of, there wasn't as much movement and you just kind of see him and others just kind of obviously just hanging out around the three-point line and 
Most of that happens to a lot of teams. But, you know, I think Galloway's another one. I, you know, maybe obviously incorrectly so. My expectations of him weren't, um, weren't that high coming into the year. But obviously Hunter is one that penetrates to score. But I think Galloway is actually your best penetrate to set up better shots for, for the other guys. It, his, you know, he's, he's the best weapon in terms of penetration and getting good shots for the other guys. It's a good point. Uh, big game, and then uh, middle uh, middle week next week when Syracuse comes down. I think that's a mega game for sure, and obviously two big road trips after that. Hey, always look forward to it. Let's review and talk some college basketball, talk some March Madness, some net ratings, some bubble teams when we visit next week. Yeah, man, sounds good. You guys have a good weekend. Hey, hey by the way, we can talk about Tiger Woods winning at Riviera next week too. Hey, that would be nice. Oh, interesting. All right, bud. Have a great weekend for sure. That's Josh Williams, J-Dub there. Um, Mike, you're a businessman. You're an entrepreneur. I didn't know what brand script was until I met with, with Trail the other day. And brand script is, is telling your story, a unique brand of, of who you are and what your company is. And when I think about Trail and their brand script, they talk about budget overruns and missed deadlines and poor communication are the most common challenges with construction projects. Trail's proven process, trusted advice, and helpful options enable you to overcome these obstacles saving you time, money, and frustration. We love Trail. The better building experience is working. It's working all throughout the upset of South Carolina. It's been working for 40 years, but teams are, are people finding more about it now. That's why they are busier than ever before. It's Trail, T-R-E-H-E-L.com, 800-319-7006, 800-319-7006. They're overcoming those, uh, those uh, obstacles. Uh, over at Trail. We'll come back. Uh, our Jinx Ain't Realty Hunting and Fish Report. Charlie Pellis can talk some, some fishing here as things warm up a little bit. We'll do it after a very short break. Gentlemen, erectile dysfunction or low T got you down? Take action now and turn your life around. Call Greenville Men's Clinic at 301-1111 or greenvillemensclinic.com. Make the call today, 301-1111 or greenvillemensclinic.com. This is Jared Burton on behalf of Burton Properties. My family owns and manages over 800 one- and two-bedroom apartments in the Clemson area. With safe and comfortable living, along with a friendly staff, Burton Properties can accommodate your apartment needs. You can visit the website at clemsonapartments.com or call one of our office numbers at either 653-7717 or 654-1130. Once again, that's Burton Properties, your friendly apartment leader in the Clemson area. This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. Since 1917, Harbin Lumber Company has been a top lumber and building supplier in the industry. Their number one asset is their employees, people who are dedicated to providing quality building products and contractor services. People just like you, working to grow and be a part of the community. From construction projects to large remodeling jobs, see the hardworking folks people have entrusted for nearly 100 years. Harbin Lumber Company, serving South Carolina, Georgia, and North Carolina, and online at harbinlumber.com. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. 
Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. Mattress shopping? Look no further than Engineered Sleep. Visit their showroom in Greenville and try the ES Duo. This two-piece hybrid mattress is their most popular seller. If it's in stock, pick it up the same day or schedule a delivery. Setup is free. Plus, they take away your old mattress. Manufactured mattresses in Greenville for 90 years. Call 866-244-0898 or go to engineeredsleep.com. Save up to $600 and get two free pillows with code WCCP. Better sleep. Rest assured. East Main Furniture in Easley. Clearance sale is going on now. Everything in stock is highly discounted for great savings. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, and Liberty Furniture. All at discounted prices. Hurry in for the best selection. East Main Furniture, located at 829 East Main Street in Easley. Or call 864-442-6054 today. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment has helped build the upstate for the last 23 years by renting and selling construction equipment. And when it comes to compact equipment, the best in the industry is Takeuchi. The lineup of track skid steer loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments make the choice easy. So come and see why so many choose to buy it or rent it from Bennett and experience the Takeuchi difference in the upstate, western North Carolina, and North Georgia. William Nichols from Scores Jewelers. You know, I'm very fortunate to work in an industry that's almost entirely focused on celebrating life's good times and milestones. Like the anniversary highlighting 5, 10, 15 years or more spent with your best friend, birthdays and Christmases, and maybe the biggest day of all, the marriage of two people. Her engagement ring is more than just a diamond and a piece of gold. On the day it's given as a gift, it becomes a meaningful symbol marking the start of your new life together. In a few years, you won't remember the price tag on her engagement ring. But you will remember that look on her face when you open the box. That moment of sheer joy and excitement that says so many things to her that you could never express in words. This is the true value of a ring. The reason these things are handed down from one generation to the next. She's the one. Show her with the ring from Scores Jewelers. We'll help you find or make the perfect ring that says everything you want to say the moment you open the box for her. I'm William Nichols of Scores Jewelers in Anderson and online at scoresdiamondjewelers.com, and I want to be your jeweler. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance, we personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey, girl. <laughs> I'm the cute one. Here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Tee off your morning with the Mickey Flyler Show. Weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. We take on our drivers, we tee up, and... <gasps> that ball goes sailing up into the sky, holds there for a moment, and then... <gasps> Only on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Waiting in the front yard, sitting on a log, a single-shot rifle and a one-eyed dog. Yonder come a kinfolk in the moonlight, Louisiana Saturday night. Welcome back. Glad well, to have you with us. The the Charlie Pellet walk-up song here. Before I do that, let me tell you about my great friends at the Patterson's Tax Service, P-A-T-T-A-X.com, pattax.com, 864-859-8289. I love the Patterson's Tax Service. I love what they've done for me. I've got a, I told you to get text. 
I had a second text coming this morning saying, saw the Patterson's Tax Service about a week ago as well. We love the Patterson's Tax Service and everything they do for us. Get in touch with them. Let them help you out. Um, the bottom line is your bottom line is going to be better. Uh, it is going to be um, the most expertise on hand for this, and it's going to be absolutely amazing that uh, what you can maximize legally with your tax returns of knowing what the tax code looks like. Patterson's Tax Service, P-A-T-T-A-X dot com. Uh, this segment sponsored by our great friends over at uh, Jinx Inc. Realty. He's talking some hunting and fishing. And my friend Charles B. Charlie Pellet joins us. Good morning, Charlie Pellet. How you doing, buddy? Pretty doggone good being Friday and all. A little bit wet out there, but uh, <clears throat> this rain's going to blow out of here about midday and uh, start getting a little cooler. Tomorrow's going to be a beautiful day. Uh, such a fine day. You might want to get out and go rabbit hunting or squirrel hunting or something because uh, it's going to be in the high 50s, bright sunshine. So uh, great weekend to get out. Um, all this spring weather make, makes me just kind of want to get out and fish. Uh, I realize my farm pond is a little bit muddy and a little bit cold, so uh, you, it just kind of slows me down going fishing, although this is the time of year you can catch a really nice uh, female bass. Uh, if you're going to go out fishing, a pig and jig, something uh, that or a spinner bait, something real slow, just trolling close to the bottom, bouncing off the bottom, feel that bite. It's a bit of subtle bite, set the hook, and it should be a, a monster fish on there. But uh, uh, it's just too muddy and too wet for me. Uh, so what I decided to do is just clean out my tackle box. Um, I got my tackle box and put it on my dining room table, put some newspaper down, kind of dumped it all out. Uh, my tackle box would fit on my kitchen table some of you out there probably got to use your driveway to spread all your stuff out but either way uh you just kind of go through there look at all the stuff that you've used that you don't use uh stuff that you know a lot of times you use a plastic worm you just kind of throw it back in your box you don't want to throw it into the water uh clean all that stuff out look for rusty hooks get those out and then the worst thing that could happen is you got your crank hard plastic crank bait and a soft bait uh, like a plastic worm something like that, and they get together, and it causes a chemical reaction, and it kind of actually melts your hard plastic uh, lure, so that's never good. So it's important to go to, like, a hobby store or something like that and get you some really nice, thick uh, plastic bags, put all your plastic, soft plastic in the plastic bags, and keep them away from your um, those expensive uh, <clears throat> crank baits. Uh, lures aren't cheap these days. So then after you've done all that, got all your... Uh, your weights and your hooks and put them back where they belong, clean it out, get a vacuum, suck out everything. You're you now you're ready to go to the tackle shop and at least you know what you're gonna what you need. You do a little inventory. And so this save you a lot of money instead of going buying everything they've got, just uh buy, replace what you need. So it's just that time of year. I mean springs are right right around the corner. Uh you know I'm I'm fired up about it, so I know everybody else is and if it ever quits raining, uh, we'll all get out there and do a little fishing. Well, it's going to stop raining. I think I'm right by saying this. At about 10 or 11 o'clock today, it's not going to rain for the next week or 10 days. And, Charlie, we've got 80 degrees one day next week. Man, I love that. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, uh, spring spring's on my brain, uh, you know, and, and with all this rain and all this kind of stuff, uh, I've been doing a little reading. I read a book that I was read to when I was a child. It's called uh, The Old Man and the Boy, and it's uh, was written. It's written by uh, Robert. 
Roth, uh, R-U-A, excuse me there, Um, R-U-A of of A-R-T. And anyway, he he grew up in the 20s on the uh, Outer Banks around uh, Wrightsville Beach. Uh, And it's just amazing. It's his grandfather takes a kid hunting, gives him his first shotgun. He grows up hunting. And it just shows how outdoors can really shape your life and make a man out of you. He grew up to be a... um, a big game hunter, got right famous, but uh, this book is, you know, something you can read to your kid. It just shows what, how many, how much more uh, wildlife we had in the 20s, and it talks about how the laws come in and start saving the, the wildlife. It's a very interesting little book, uh, so, you know, if you want something to do when, with all this rain, uh, that's a nice little book you can read to, your, to yourself or to your child. It's a, uh, a right interesting little book, to tell you the truth. I like it for sure. Hey, I got a question for you, a personal question. So I'm going down the road in my neighborhood about three weeks ago, and I look up. This is this is coming to work, so I'm leaving my house about a little around, a little after five o'clock in the morning, and I see what I'm thinking. Is that a fox? Is that a coyote? Is that a dog? All right. Well, all right. It's not a fox. It's a little bigger than that. Uh, I think it's a coyote, but I don't know for sure, and uh, I don't get a good look at it. Color wise, it's too dark to kind of see. And I'm thinking it's maybe a stray dog. Well, this past Sunday or Monday, I let my dog out about three in the morning. I got a little Jack Russell. Okay, uh, let her go. Out, let yeah. him go out to uh, go to the bathroom about three in the morning. And I'm watching. He always goes right out, and comes right back in. Well, I'm watching. I'm hearing him bark, and he tears off after what I think is a coyote. Um, again, it's just kind of dark enough, but I'm looking at the size of it. Well, my, my Jack Russell's not backing down a bit. The coyote didn't bark, didn't make any noises or anything. The coyote didn't really back down, but my Jack Russell certainly didn't. I didn't want rabies to be in there. My, my Jack Russell went up and snapped at it. It didn't really fight back or anything. Um, and then I, I clapped a couple of times, made a pretty loud noise, and the coyote just took off. That's a coyote. That's not a stray dog, right? Isn't that a coyote that time of night and that time of day twice now? I would say that was a coyote, and... Uh you know, uh, Jack Russell are a pretty little aggressive little dog, so uh, they are, you know, they, as long as they kind of stand up for themselves, you probably be okay. But when you look around and you see those posters of the uh, cat missing, yeah. more than likely it's missing because the coyote got it. Yeah. So well, uh, they're kind of a nuisance. So one of my questions would be, Charlie, are, are they, do, will they run single like that or would it be a pack often or two or three? When we see a coyote, we normally see one or we see more than one? Or does that just depend? Well, uh, it, you know, I, I'm not brushed up on my coyote stuff, but okay. I see them at my farm sometimes. I can hear them in a pack. Yeah. And then, uh, but most of the time I just see them singles. So I think it's the time of year of, of you know, the males kind of separate and they're looking for, yeah. for the females. And I think this is the time of year they're doing it. So you probably had a male out there uh, who is just, I mean, you know, he's looking at your Jack Russell as a supper. So, uh, yeah, but, but um, so that, that was my next question, Charlie. Was like he 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 was not aggressive towards the dog. The dog was the my dog was the aggressor, and I guess maybe my presence. He saw me. He hurt me when I when he hurt me. He clapped like he took off. Like he sprinted, got off out of there. I don't know if that's a gunshot thing he's used to, or whatever. But the bottom line is like, I, I thought he would have been a little more aggressive towards my dog. Well, you're just lucky, I guess. Uh, I'm yeah. glad he wasn't. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know. You know, it's like any other predator. Uh, if they think they're going to get hurt uh, taking their lunch, uh, they'll kind of think about it twice. Uh, they want something that's uh, asleep or not paying any attention so they can sneak up behind it and grab it behind the neck and run off with it. Yeah. So since your dog was aggressive toward him, you, you're probably pretty lucky there. Oh, my dog's aggressive now. 
we've got, I'm going to tell you one quick story. So I've got these great friends of ours in the neighborhood, and they've got two Labradors, and my, my Jack Russell takes off after them. Well, the Labrador uh, puts my dog's head in his mouth. And so I go out there and I pry the the, the mouth open. The Labrador's not going to bite it. It's just kind of protecting itself. But it's got a whole head in his mouth. I pry it open, right? And I pick my dog up yeah. out of there. My dog's trying to bite me. And I'm thinking, man, you got to be crazy. That's got to be a scary event for you. Like, I can't believe you do that. By the way, my, my, my Jack Russell's 14 years old and deaf, right? Anyway, man, I can't believe you did wow. this. And I pull him out of there. Well, he steps at me, jumps out of my arm, goes back, and attacks the dog again. I'm like, man, you just had your head in his mouth, and you're going back again. What in the world? Anyway, a uh, little crazy little fella through all that. Hey, tell us, Charlie, if, if people yeah. want to find out more about Jinx Inc. Realty, about JRLand.com, and about getting in touch with you guys, I know you'd love to hear from them here and, and, uh, and help with those great services you guys provide. We sure would. I mean, first of all, you can go to our website. Uh, stuff is selling fast. Well, sometimes it doesn't make our website, but what does, you can go to www.jirland.com. Look at all our inventory. Uh, if you want to sell your property, it's a great time of year. Spring's coming up. I mean, you still got the leaves off, so you can go look at the property. I mean, it, it just is a great time of year. Or you can just give us a call at 864 so, uh, you know, just give us a call. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll come out and appraise your – we'll not really just evaluate your property and uh, tell you what we think it's worth if, if you're just kind of curious about that. Or uh, we can put it on the market and sell it for you if you're serious about that. So, uh, you know, either way, just give us a shout or look at our website, and we'll be happy to help you any way we can. JIRland.com. Hey, have a great weekend. Stay dry here this morning. Enjoy the beautiful weather. 80 degrees on the way, buddy. Spring's right around the corner. Have a great one, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Tell buddy hello. <laughs> That's my friend Charles B. Pellet. Charlie Pellet. Um, when we come back, we've got our Biggie Games of the Week. It's an interesting weekend in sports. Biggie Games of the Week to tell you about. Uh, I want to talk Clemson baseball in the next segment. We've got the starting rotation. We'll tell you who's coming up and who's going to be pitching this weekend and some things about Binghamton. I also have the rest of college baseball. It's opening day all across college baseball. Matter of fact, there, there's some teams playing this morning. We'll give you an idea of what's going on with all that and kind of preview the, the softball weekend, preview the basketball weekend. It's a busy sports weekend. We'll tell you about that when you come back. With Mike Vaughn, I'm Mickey Plotter. 654-ROAR. Love to hear from your phone and text. And hour number three right after this. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. We've all been there, rushing to the restroom in a public place, and bam, you're hit with that out-of-order sign. Business owners know this story all too well. Don't let this